Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 614 and Cheap Trick with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rainy today with a high of 50. Tomorrow, uh, rainy but warming up with a high of 64. It's 23 right now in downtown Springfield. So, did you take the green line out of Riverside into Newton Heights, uh, Newton Station? No. Or uh, into uh, the Brookline Village, up to Fenway, around Kenmore and back? Nope. Nope. And nope. Where it began. You know what I did? I drove right into downtown Boston. Oh, that's a risk. Is it really? Sure. I got there in an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. And I parked right in the Prudential Center. And then it was 0.9 miles to Fenway Park. Okay. Now let me ask you this. Yeah. How much they jack you for parking? Forty-five dollars for oh, the day. Oh Jesus! I could have saved you forty-five well, bucks if you just paid a few dollars to go onto Riverside of the Green Line. There was uh, there was a few people yesterday, uh, including somebody who called, that said, "Oh, the parking's only twenty bucks during the games." No, it's not. It is not. There's no. There's a big sign when you drive in the Prudential Center garage that says, "No Red Sox discount today." You know. Uh, you know why? Because they say, oh, we know everybody's coming to town, so why have a discount? Well, how do they know that people aren't there to uh, go into the Prudential building for business? I don't think anybody's really going to Saks Fifth Avenue that much uh, to park there just for a couple hours and take off. Yeah, Saks Fifth Avenue. Um, so we, uh, we, we drove right to the Prudential Center yeah, and, uh, we got out and uh, started walking around a little bit and we were walking towards... Fenway Park, uh-huh. and then uh, there's a gentleman on a bicycle came by with, uh, you know, like he'd uh, he'd pedal you, he'd he'd bike you, the oh, rest right of to the, the way, right to the gate. Yeah, so for about a half a mile and twenty dollars, uh, we got a bike ride uh, from a guy uh, who uh, I I don't even know how people like that do that job. If I saw a guy your size, you'd be the last person Look, I ask. Hey, want to get? Want to get behind while I pedal you forward? That's what I said to him. I'm like, do you think you can uh, carry Tubby here? And he said, uh, yeah, no problem. He's got he's got all gears on the bike and everything gotcha. like that. It's, a, it's easier for him to do. So this is a $20 bike ride. So now you're on the hook for $65. Well, whatever. We, we, $20 down to the uh, thing. I didn't pay anything for the tickets. Right? <laughs> okay. And um, so we, we get down there and uh, we walk around. Just a little bit on the outside. Tried to hook up with uh, with Fitzy. Yeah, but, uh, that didn't work out. That's well. too bad. And um, and so we 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 got to see the whole game. The the, the whole opening ceremony thing was awesome. With, with the well, you did the so much saw the flyover and everything. Yeah, that was uh, one of the. And I, I'm sorry, I don't remember the woman's name from Springfield that sang the national anthem yesterday. I had it written. Down. Uh, 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 hold on a second. Uh, it was something to the effect of that one nice lady. She was awesome. Uh, I wish I could remember her name and ah. give her a little bit more respect. We're talking about uh, the unforgettable Michelle Brooks Thomas. There you go, Michelle Brooks Thomas. Uh, so she did an awesome job. <laughs> and then they do that flyover with the Jets out of Westfield. Yeah. That was pretty cool, too. And mm-hmm. the big American flag that they put up there, I, I was wondering, I'm like, how are they going to put a flag up in this wind? Like, the wind was like it was uh, whipping up yesterday. They have holes in the flag. They're, they're like flaps. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I that's, didn't realize that's how they... When they, you have a flag that big, that's the only way... Because you know, air yeah. has to pass through it. Right. But I had never seen that before. One time I was at a I was at a Tampa Bay Rays game on July 4th. Yep. 
and that was just one that they hold out on the field, and obviously it's not outdoors because it's in a in a dome. So I, I've just never seen how they uh, – because I was wondering how are they going to stop a flag from, you know, f- flying away like a kid's bounce house in Florida. Remember that one where the I kid's do. bounce house tr- flipped up in the air? That would be the exact same thing that would happen to this American flag. Now, that would make a great story. It would be a great story. But uh, it was cold. Huh. Go figure. It Opening was, day at Fenway was it was the forty mile an hour gusts of wind. It was, was chilly. It was very cold, and uh, we had some extra hats in the car. Okay, and one of them was a uh, a Boston uh, cap. Uh, it was like a beanie cap, like a winter beanie cap. Yeah, and I'm like, look, I know I don't want to put this garbage on my head, but it's freezing cold out, and I really don't care. Steve, you haven't put garbage on your head since the last time you put a Yankees hat in, oh, on that dome. Whatever, please. Whatever. But uh, so I wore the I wore the Boston hat. Now I'm getting a lot of guff from uh, fellow Yankee fans. Why would you do that to yourself? Oh, I can't believe you, you big <laughs> traitor! Listen, the Steinbrenner family has not sent me a personal Christmas card. Ever. You ever get, nah, I bet you you've never gotten free Yankee tickets. No, no, probably. I actually have gotten free Yankee tickets, but th- th- that's beside the point. But I'm just saying. Right. Uh, you know, they don't uh, They do not do anything. Nobody does anything for me. A major organization like that could care less about me. Same with the Red Sox. They could care less about you. Oh, I don't life. know about that, Steve. Yeah, we're we're pretty, all a very loyal and I'm dedicated pretty, family. And you know what? I'm staying warm. And the reality is my kid had a great time, and that's all I really cared about was go, was going and spending the day with my kid. If it was any... I wish I could have picked any other toilet in the in the country to go to. Oh my God! Are you, are you listening to your I mouth know, right you, now? You hear that? You hear me say that? Yeah, I heard you say that. But uh, no, it, it, we had a great time. But it was freezing cold, and yeah. we had put layers on and all that stuff. I got there. I got. I had a hot dog for six dollars. Six dollars. Yeah. Okay. Are you adding this up? Yeah, that's now seventy-one dollars. Okay. Yeah. So I, I got a hot dog, and then uh, she didn't want anything then, and then. During the game, uh, you wanted something hot, and they don't have any. They don't have like they. I think they probably have a Dunkin' Donuts there somewhere, but I think it's believe on they the, do <coughs> the opposite side of the park from where we were. So they were walking around selling these commemorative hot chocolates. Okay, right. The estimated retail value? $18 oh, for yeah. two hot chocolates. Now you're up to which, 80, $89. Which was basically just uh, like uh, like chocolate water. <laughs> it almost like it was like it was like a mix of like Swiss Miss and yeah. the water from the uh, Charles River. Now, correct yeah. me. Did you say you got two of these hot chocolates? Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't realize how much they were. At $18 a piece? Until the guy's walking around. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. I got to add another $18. Yeah. $107 you're into yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. This isn't over yet either. By oh, the way. I know. And uh, so then uh, later on during the game, uh, my kid gets hungry. So now it's like, okay, well, do I do I leave my kid here because she's enjoying the game? You know? When has it ever been unsafe to leave a child amongst a crowd of 37,000 well, people? Well, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of where I was going with that. And uh, so I'm like, all right. And then, you know, she's cold, so she's all bundled up. And I'm like, all right, you don't want to move here. I I didn't – I gave her my Apple AirTag from my wallet. Okay. And I said, hang on to this. 
You know, I said, and I'll be back. Don't worry. Well, it took me like almost 30 minutes because I was standing in line to get her something to eat. Yeah. Because she was hungry. And then they didn't even have what she wanted. Like they wanted nachos. The sign says nachos on there. And you get up to the front of the line. We don't have any nachos. Well, why is it up on the sign? No nachos? No. Did they did they run out of nachos? Um, I don't know if they ran out or they just weren't making them. And matter of fact, I didn't even see anybody with any nachos walking around. Usually, you see that kind of thing. Wow, I don't imagine going to a game nacholess. Yeah, I, it was it was bad. But I did get to witness something that a lot of people don't get to witness. Uh, the Red Sox falling apart in the fifth inning. The changing of that giant ketchup dispenser that they have out in the in the in the middle of the. You know, the middle of the walkway. concourse there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, uh, I didn't realize what that looked like. It's a giant bag. Yes. It's like a five-gallon bag of ketchup. And you squeeze the bag out mm. into the uh, receptacle. Yeah. And, uh, and there it goes. No, it's not even in the receptacle. This is just in its own bag, and she basically routes the... The piping on the bag. Gotcha. Uh, to get the thing, and and there's like there's like maybe three or four people standing around watching this woman doing this, and I just turned to them and I said, I think we just witnessed something that none of us never really knew how how that worked. Well, and it was hi- like it was like watching the changing of the guards at Buckingham Palace. <laughs> That's how a ketchup dispenser's changed. In, in hindsight, that was probably a little more pleasurable to watch than what was going on in the field at the time. Yeah, but I have more to talk about uh, with this game. It's oh, already, you do? Well, it's six twenty-four. Oh, all right. We had, won't have that much kind of time here, but uh, but I'll tell you, Bax is wrong about everything. It's uh, six. I don't know about that. Six twenty-four with Bax and Nagel and Rock One Hundred Two. Hi, this is Dave Miner. And at the Yard Tavern in Enfield, stop in after work for happy hour three to six. The Yard Tavern open every day with lunch and drink specials. Come in and enjoy some good times. Check them out. Yardtavern.com, King Street in Enfield. It's six twenty-six with Bax and Nagel and Rock One Hundred Two. Going to be rainy today with a high of fifty. Tomorrow rainy with a high of sixty-four. It's twenty-three right now in downtown Springfield. I know there's more to the story, and I know you want to you want to hang me out to dry. But I think that uh, the, inf- the the that the suggestion I gave you on how to get into Fenway was yeah. a rock solid one. May no, not have been it wasn't. The, may not have been the way you wanted to go, but it was a good one. Because I got out of there, and I was out of there. Uh, it took me the the normal amount of time to get home. Okay, but you paid forty-five dollars to park your car. Forty dollars? What okay. was it? How much would you have paid to park at the train station? Probably next to nothing. You have to pay to park at the train station. How much is it to pay to park at the train station? I, I, don't, I don't. You know. don't it's know been, that. It's been a while. So by the time, over there. okay, let's say it's half the price. Let's say it's uh twenty twenty-two dollars, right? Yeah. Let's say it's twenty-two bucks to park at that day. Then you got to pay for a train fare, and even uh, if that's only uh. Ten dollars, let's just say that's thirty-five dollars. Okay, and then you're only saving ten bucks, and now you got to wait for a train, and you got to travel with thirty-seven thousand people back to the train station. That's not going to happen. You know, uh, if you wanted to, pl- okay, it's uh, it, you probably pay six dollars, six dollars. All right, maybe twelve dollars based on time, but that's I mean, twelve bucks. Listen, if I had to spend twelve bucks or forty dollars, guess what I'd rather spend? What? Twelve bucks. Uh, you know why? Because that's significantly less than what you paid. Where do I you get these numbers from? Uh, on Parkopedia.com. There's a there's a spot for six dollars. At uh, at Riverside Station, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're. Fact, I don't think you're. I think you're wrong. I think you have wrong information. No. I think, how is yeah. that? When has Parkopedia.com ever lied to you personally? I don't even know what Parkopedia is. Well, it's a website that tells you how much it's going to cost you to park. Uh, I, you know, I, I've had enough of you. You're like, because you suggest all these terrible, terrible ideas yeah. and things. Do you really think that there's parking for six to twelve dollars in Boston? You're never gonna find parking for six dollars in in Boston. What were you talking about then? This is at Riverside Station to take the train. No, to park your car at Riverside Station. And how much is it to park the car at Riverside Station? Oh, I got to hold your hand through everything. What what number did you just give me? What set of numbers did you just give me? The the, the $6 I'm talking about is for two hours at Riverside Station to park your car. All right. That's what I asked you. And that's what I told you. But why did you say that's not what I said when I said that's how much it is to park your car? And you're like, you're never going to find that much. uh, If you're in the if you're in the city of Boston, if you're right in Boston proper. Sure. Well, how far is Riverside away from uh, Fenway Park uh, by train? Let me go grab a ruler. Well, how, you've taken this train before. How long does it take to get to the park? It takes a couple of minutes. I mean, like 20 minutes, maybe. Tw- 20 you minutes, maybe see, half an this hour. This is the thing. You don't even know. It depends on the that, day, Steve. Of course it depends on the day. I'm asking you on a day when there's a baseball <laughs> game going on in the city of Boston, how freaking long does it take to get there? Oh, my goodness. Look at the time. Oh, my God. Six, Do you want to hear a joke Oh, or God. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's Bex and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. All right. This, is, this is really dumb. Make it hurt, funny boy. But they all are. Okay, go ahead. Much like your view from the couch. Well, today oh. was... Oh, too, that, oh, 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 today, oh was, yeah. today was a little offset. Yeah. Uh, how now, brown cow? <laughs> the unique New York. The human torch could not get a bank loan. Red leather, yellow leather. There you go. Uh, what, did, uh, what did the poultry CEO say? I don't know. What did the poultry CEO say? The block stops here. Get it? Like a chicken? Oh, the, yeah. Uh, no, I got Oh, yeah, I got that one. <laughs> right at the Yard Tavern in Enfield. Stop in after work for happy hour 3 to 6. The Yard Tavern open every day with lunch and drink specials. Come in and enjoy some good times. Check them out. Yardtavern.com. King Street in Enfield. It's 626 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be rainy today with a high of 50. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 64. It's 23 right now in downtown Springfield. I know there's more to the story, and I know you want to you want to hang me out to dry. Right? I think that, uh, the inf- that, the, that the suggestion I gave you on how to get into Fenway was yeah. a rock-solid one. May no, not have been it wasn't. The, may not have been the way you wanted to go, but it was a good one. Because I got out of there, and I was out of there. Uh, it took me the, the normal amount of time to get home. Okay, but you paid forty-five dollars to park your car. Forty dollars? What okay. was it? How much would you have paid to park at the train station? Probably next to nothing. You have to pay to park at the train station. How much is it to pay to park at the train station? I, I, don't, I don't. You know. don't it's know been, that. It's been a while. So since by I've been time, over there. okay, let's say it's half the price. Let's say it's uh, twenty twenty-two dollars, right? Yeah. Let's say it's twenty-two bucks to park at that day. Then you got to pay for a train fare, and even uh, if that's only. Uh, Ten dollars, let's just say that's thirty-five dollars. Okay, and then 
you're only saving 10 bucks, and now you got to wait for a train, and you got to travel with 37,000 people back to the train station. That's not going to happen. You know, uh, if you wanted to, okay, it's uh, it, you probably pay $6. $6. All right, maybe $12 based on time. But that's I mean, 12 bucks. Listen, if I had to spend 12 bucks or $40, guess what I'd rather spend? What? 12 bucks. Uh, you know why? Because that's significantly less than what you paid. Where do I you get these numbers from? Uh, on Parkopedia.com. There is a, there is a spot for $6. At uh, at Riverside Station, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think you I don't think you're I think you're wrong. I think you have wrong information. No, I think, how is yeah. that? When has parkopedia.com ever lied to you personally? I don't even know what parkopedia is. Well, it's a website that tells you how much it's going to cost you to park. Uh I, you know, I I've had enough of you. You're like <laughs> Because you suggest all these terrible, terrible ideas yeah. and things. Do you really think that there's parking for 6 to $12 in Boston? You're never going to find parking for $6 in, in Boston. What were you talking about then? This is at Riverside Station. To take the train? No, to park your car at Riverside Station. And how much is it to park the car at Riverside oh, Station? Oh, I got to hold your hand through everything? What, what number did you just give me? What set of numbers did you just give me? The, 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 the $6 I'm talking about is for two hours at Riverside Station to park your car. All right. That's what I asked you. And that's how what much, I told you. But why did you say that's not what I said when I said that's how much it is to park your car? And you're like, you're never going to find that much. Uh, that, if, okay. you're in the, if you're in the city of Boston, if you're right in Boston proper, sure. Well, how far is Riverside away from uh, Fenway Park on my train? Let me go grab a ruler. Well, how, you've taken <laughs> this train before. How long does it take to get to the park? It takes a couple minutes. I mean, like 20 minutes maybe. Tw- 20 you minutes, don't, maybe see, half an this hour. This is the thing. You don't even know. It depends on the that, day, Steve. Of course it depends on the day. I'm asking you on a day when there's a baseball game going on in the city of Boston, how freaking long does it take to get there? Oh, my goodness. Look at the time. Oh, my God. Six... Do you want to hear a joke oh or God, not? Oh, yeah. God. I don't know. It's Bex and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. All right. This is, this is really dumb. Make it hurt, funny boy. But they all are. Okay, go ahead. Much like your view from the couch. Well, today oh. was... Oh, too, that, oh, 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 today, oh was, yeah. today was a little offset. Yeah. Uh, how now, brown cow? <laughs> the unique New York. The human torch could not get a bank loan. Red leather, yellow leather. There you go. Uh, what, did, uh, what did the poultry CEO say? I don't know. What did the poultry CEO say? The block stops here. Get it? Like a chicken? Oh, the, yeah. Uh, no, I got, oh, yeah, I got that one. <laughs> For a fraction of the cost, stop by Taxland on Boston Road in Springfield or Cottage Street in East Hampton. 633 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. An arrest was made Thursday morning after police seized trafficking weight of cocaine, two firearms, and nearly $100,000 in cash. All to be won on the Price is Right by 24-year-old Hector Cabrera of Springfield as a suspect. Now, Cabrera has been wanted on several warrants for the last seven years. 
Uh, without going over the estimated retail value, uh, what is uh, what is your guess on how much the cocaine was? One hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of cash and prizes, right here to be won on the showcase showdown. I'm gonna go with nine thousand four hundred and fifty-seven. Ding 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 ding! You win both showcases. Congratulations! I could have been that voice. Yeah, no, you could, could have, have been, been that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, according to the Springfield uh, Police spokesperson Ryan Walsh, for several months, the Firearms Investigation Unit have been investigating a home on Lucerne Road with 24-year-old Hector Cabrera of Springfield as a suspect. Officers were granted a search warrant for his home this week on Thursday uh, around 4.45 a.m. Ooh, that's an early morning raid. So officers saw Cabrera leave his home. Detectives conducted a traffic stop on Rentham Road and explained to him that they were going to search his home. And during the search... Officers uh, seized all kinds of stuff. This one, uh, you know, it shows you all the drugs and, and weapons. Yeah. But then it's um, more than, uh, oh, no, numerous gold and silver bars. Really? Like gold bars? I thought that was like uh, only like, certain people could have those. That's like Fort Knox type of stuff. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess that's a thing now. So now they're selling gold bars off yeah. of, now they're stealing gold bars off of Lucerne Avenue. Yeah. By the way, he also had a Heckler and Kosh firearm. Heckler and Kosh? What is that? That's a, that must you know. Here we are again. It's a brand name of a gun. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know if there's different types of Heckler and Kosh firearms. Yeah. But here we are again with somebody just kind of just writing things down and not explaining to the public of the story that they're trying to uh, tell you. I, you know, I'd just be fine you just saying it's a, a really big gun. Is that what it is? I don't know. Is it a big I, gun? It could be a small gun for all I know. I'm just yeah, saying. it looks uh, like a handgun. Okay, when they say just uh, a handgun. But then there's an MP5, which is not a handgun. I don't say This is what I'm saying. Like, why, why put that information in there if most people don't know what you're talking about? All right, but a gun nut probably would, and, and then the, that's probably why they're just going to leave it. Out oh. there and let's let the gun nuts rip it apart. So then there's gun nuts out there that are like that would read the story if it was different and say, huh, that's not a handgun. That's a heckler and kosh. This is a handgun. Yeah, and they right. pull out this big giant, you know, two foot handgun. Yeah. Uh, three illegal dirt bikes were seized by Springfield police Wednesday in three separate incidents. Around 440 p.m. Officers and Hamden County Sheriff deputies seized a dirt bike on Tyler Street during an illegal off-highway vehicle dirt bike public safety detail. That's a pretty long title for a detail. You no say you're on dirt bike. I'm on dirt bike uh, work. <laughs> uh, officers arrested 24-year-old Kevin Velasquez of Springfield. The uh, detail was in response to several complaints from residents and serious public safety hazards from OHV riders on the sh- city streets. Uh, Velasquez was first located on Worthington Street and was later arrested on Tyler Street. Officers also seized 330 bags of heroin from his possession. You know, uh, getting all three of those dirt bikes off the streets, that's almost like uh, problem solved. Yeah. And around 5.30 p.m., Springfield officers observed a dirt bike rider. Because you're not going to let them catch, you know, not going to let them catch the dirt Dirt bike rider. rider. Yeah. Yeah, right. Later identified as 24-year-old Evan Ortiz of Springfield riding erratically near Upton Street. Officers later saw Ortiz walking to his dirt bike to start it when they stopped and arrested him. Ortiz has been charged with the following, unlicensed uh, operation of a motor vehicle, all that kinds of good stuff. But he didn't have uh, bags of heroin on him like the other guy did. So he was, But he was just riding the bike. Yeah. Illegally. On yeah. Upton Street. Yeah. And like the... 
like suspects are like chewing gum for cops, you know? <laughs> you, you get what, like this one, nice clean piece, chew, piece of chewing gum. A couple yep. motor vehicle violations, no big deal. The other guy, he's like that chewing gum with the juice stuff inside of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's all the all the regular stuff with the gum, but there's a minty surprise inside, and that's 330 bags of heroin. And for the rest of the day, the cop will be scraping that gum off its shoe. My analogies are way out there. Oh, today they're a mile away. Well, it must be all the drugs I've been on. I went dirt bike riding this morning (laughs) at 4.30 down in the city. Uh, All right, let's see where we are here with the the news. You know, here it is. I got here late this morning because I was kind of tired. I got home like around 8 last night. 8 o'clock? But then like... What 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 inning did you leave? We left in the 7th. Wait a minute. You yeah. left in the 7th inning yeah. and you got home at what time? 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock? Yeah. You realize how much faster you would have gotten if you got it on the green line at, uh, say, Fenway, went all the way down to uh, past Reservoir and Newton Center and finally uh, picked up your car where you we spent $6 at Riverside? Went to eat after the game. What did he eat at, like, uh, at the... Uh, at the Nordic Lodge with a, like a, the the six hour uh, time period for the for the buffet, uh, pretty close in price. It was a cheesecake factory. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we to- you walked away with a whole lot less, uh, a whole lot less. Uh, uh, you, you, I don't know. We went to the we went to the cheesecake factory uh, to only, and it, it was taking forever. Everything was just like taking a long time. Well, but, they had forty five pages of menu to but fix. But here, here's the thing: we were trying to kind of warm up from that uh, walk from back from uh, from Fenway back to the Prudential Center. Yeah. So we're trying to we're trying to warm up a little bit, and so we said, you know, let's uh, you know what? Why don't we just grab something to eat here? Because my figure, we're going to be stuck in traffic no matter what. So we might as well just you know. Sit here and relax for a little bit before we get back on the road. So we went and had an appetizer at the Cheesecake Factory, right? Okay. And then uh, the service was not that great. And, like, even an appetizer was, like, 18 or $19. Wow. For, uh, for $16 for a pretzel. For a pretzel? Yeah. Pretzel bites. Not even the actual full Please. pretzel. Yeah. And then uh, whatever. So we, we got that. They're, they're like the friendlies for a new generation. Mm-hmm. They are the friendlies of a new generation. Actually, their cheesecake is pretty damn good. I don't know if you've ever had it before. I have. Yeah. Because it's you're going to go to the Cheesecake Factory, you might as well go to the thing that they're known for. What? They're as not- opposed to the other 45 pages of menu items. Yeah. What is that all about? I don't know. You know to me, and this is, a, this is a good piece of advice. Listen to this. Yeah. Uh, if you're at a restaurant and they've got that many menu items... They're probably not going to be particularly good at any of them. Yeah. If you go to a restaurant that's only got a like a small number of uh, items, they got a lot of time to do every single one of them perfectly. It's got to be mostly frozen. It's probably like a, like the, I'm sure the Schwann's truck pulls up twice a day to the back of the Cheesecake Factory and unloads the meals for the week, right? <laughs> the Schwann's truck. Did you ever? Did you ever know anybody who ordered that? Yeah, I did, and they and they swore by it. Yeah, I, I, my, my, uh, my late mother-in-law used to uh, get Schwann's delivered. I guess years ago, yeah. and uh, I guess it was all right. But I just, I never had that inkling to get meals delivered to the house in a frozen food truck. Well, I mean, it's really no different than say, like a Hello Fresh or something like that. It just, you know, the but they've been around a lot longer than that, though. Oh my gosh, Schwann's has been around since the beginning of time, right. as far as I, as far as I know. So all these new little pop-up things like Hello Fresh, they're not like. 
that, that, that I think I think Schwann's invented the entire industry. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Uh, but we had we we ate at the Cheesecake Factory, and then uh, my kid was like, "Hey, uh, can we just pretend it's my birthday?" So they sing Happy Birthday, and I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So I uh, <laughs> we told them her name was Beatrix. She is just turning twelve today. Beatrix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now before people go, oh, you shouldn't do that to get free stuff. They don't give you anything for free at a cheesecake factory. No, they put it on the bill. Yeah, they. They. I'm sorry. There was a scoop of ice cream with a candle in it. I'm sorry if I fleeced corporate America by <laughs> lying and saying it was my kid's birthday, to which the unenthusiastic waitress really didn't care. You know, she was just kind of there doing the thing. But hey, uh, they. But they decorated the bowl that said "Happy Birthday" on it in chocolate syrup, which was pretty cool. So, yeah, a little great. time. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have fun. Yeah, a buddy of mine used to do that to we we used to do that to each other all the time. Yeah, we we're in uh, Virginia one one day watching uh, his uh, nephew play football. <laughs> That's funny to me. And the, <laughs> I tell so there for like two nights. I tell the I tell the waitress, yeah. hey, it's my buddy's birthday. Yeah, you know, just you know, like, and we went to like a roadhouse, and you know, like the roadhouse makes yeah. a big deal of a birthday. Yeah. So he's sitting there, he's eating, and all of a sudden, you know, they 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 push the big, uh, big saddle out, and they yeah. sing happy birthday, and he gets himself yeah. a, a dessert. The next night, he tells the same waitress, yeah. "Hey, it's my buddy's birthday." And like, wasn't it your birthday last night? Yeah, but it, 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 we were like born like two, one day apart. He does the same to me. Same thing. Saddle comes out. Everyone's singing happy birthday. Yeah, see, that's kind of fun. It was hilarious. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. And, and you know what? I think more people should do that. I totally agree. I I, uh, I would suggest maybe uh, the next time you go out to dinner, yeah. do that to your unsuspecting guest. It's hilarious yeah, every time say, you do hey, it. You know, it's her birthday or his birthday or whatever. And, and, just, and give him a wrong name. Yeah. That's even funnier. You give him a wrong name. So it makes the person feel like they're getting, this is for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And give him a weird name, too. Like, Beatrix is a good choice. Yeah, well, we we, looked, we Googled weird names. I'm yeah, like, right. What weird name could we do? This is what I do. I'm the worst role model. This is what we could do. <laughs> but, yeah. Just remember, God left me in charge. Yeah, right? no kidding. Yeah. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be rainy with a high of 50. Tomorrow's uh, rainy with a high of 64. It's 23 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah. Everyone has... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 651 and Jimi Hendrix with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, going to be rainy today with a high of 50. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 64. It is 22 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, don't let the rain uh, prevent you from joining Pat Kelly tomorrow night at uh, Tap Sports Bar at MGM. He'll be there with the uh, road crew with Coors Light and Miller Light as uh, you get ready to watch the, uh, the round of four games Saturday uh, from 6 until 8, every day until April 16th, which is... Another couple weeks, you can get $5 off 50-ounce towers and $10 off 100-ounce towers, of course, Light and Miller Light. Pat and the road crew there tomorrow night to have a chance to win some great prizes. That's tomorrow at Tap Sports Bar, MGM Springfield from 6 to 8 with Pat Kelly, Coors Light, Miller Light, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. <laughs> a couple of things you were wrong about yesterday. When I was asking, uh, okay, here, here's what I did. I just did the opposite of what I was telling you I was doing. 
Okay. So when it came to like betting on the game, yeah. I'm sitting here on the air and I'm like, oh, what do you think? Uh, you know, Red Sox win. You're like, yeah, Red Sox should win. They're at home. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. They're at home. <laughs> But uh, you know, meanwhile, I got uh, I got my own instincts, and I got like uh, people like the Hawkman telling me don't bet on the Red Sox today. And I'm like, yeah. of course I'm not going to bet on the Red Sox. But I did. Uh, I bet on the Orioles, and uh, it was a nice little uh, small win of fifteen dollars because wow. I put a very low amount of money down. <laughs> wow that uh, that that win. had a that had a take away from the pain of paying all that money for parking. Well, I, you know, it was just a little bit, but you were wrong. Is 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 the point? The point is you were wrong. Like Steve, if I had if taken your advice, I would have, and I did take your advice for that Marquette game a couple of weeks ago. Marquette, I went to school there for six, seven years. Well, you know, the, as far as the Marquette situation goes, I mean, yeah. all the markers that would have suggested that they should have won. We're there. But you it's know, the March Madness, and you should have been like, you know what? Just because I went to school there and uh, I want them to win doesn't mean they are going to win. Every yeah. expert in the country was saying Marquette yeah. was going to win. Yeah. It's a prize win, and they lost. What about yesterday with the uh, Red Sox? Well, I'm pretty sure if you uh, reviewed the tape, I said, well, don't listen to me, but I think the Red Sox are going to win. I kind of prefaced it by saying, listen, uh, this is a team that is going to uh, in, that is going to disappoint all season long. And uh, yesterday was no exception. Well, you felt confident, though, that they would win on their uh, uh, opening day game. It's, it's just because it's opening day and they're at home. Yeah. I know. I know. I Listen, that's the problem with me handicapping these games. You were also wrong about driving in and driving out of Boston. It wasn't so. wrong. Yeah. You just chose to take a different approach. It's not about being right or wrong. Most no. people going into Fenway. You are wrong because by the time I got done doing everything and driving out of there, I'm like, you know what? I would have been, like, on a train right now, stuffed in, like, sardines with a bunch of other people when now I'm in my vehicle. At a substantial cost savings. It's not a substantial cost savings. I don't think you know what you're talking about. When, I don't think wait, you know how much. It. You know what? If anybody out there knows how much it is to park at Riverside uh, train station. $6 for two hours. $6 for two hours. Yes. How many hours are you going to be there for? Couple hours, four, five. How much is it after two hours? Because it's going to be longer. A baseball game is never over in less than two hours. Well, I don't know. I mean, what, can I, what can I say, Steve? I, uh, I'm not. Uh, certainly wouldn't have added up to forty bucks by the end of it. You're like you're misinformation. That's what I'm going to call you from now on. You know, it's it's misinformation and Nagel in the morning. Hold on a second. What? How many people yesterday yeah. said, "Hey, you know what? He's right." Parking at Riverside is actually a smart idea as opposed yeah. to going all the way into the city and parking, you know, anywhere but where it's going to cost you at the very least 40, 50 bucks. How many people now know that that's not the right way to do it? It's this, it's going to cost you just as much to do that. And you're taking extra steps. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where you're coming up with that. I th I think you're just trying to be contrary. Pick up the phone because I'm sure there's somebody with a parking uh, fee up here. Okay. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Uh, uh, they hung up anyway. Rock Hello? 102, good morning, who's this? Uh, this is Jim from Chicopee. Hey, Jim, Jim what's, what's up? Uh, I just want to let you know the parking situation at Riverside. It's a $6 daily fee Monday through Friday. Yeah. And a $3 daily fee Saturday and Sunday. All right, well, there you go. Every day for any car. Yes, sir. Do, does, every, do, do they, does the lot ever get full? Uh, it can. I mean, there's only about 530 spots. 
Well, that see, that makes a big difference, too. Yeah, sure. But there's also people that are uh, parking at uh, Forest Hills or Braintree or uh, yeah, Bowden or Leechmere. I'm, not, I'm not buying it. Alewife. I mean, there's other places to park. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying it at all. Yeah. According to the MBTA website, it's $6 daily yeah. fee Monday through Friday. All right, dude, the, the idea of parking at Riverside to get to Fenway is, and taking the green line in is not the stupidest idea. Am I right? That's the only way I go. Right. See? So That's it's now two way. against one. No, but uh, my method was much quicker. And you and you don't this have to This time. And it would have cost you just as much. I don't, I don't believe this. No, okay. Yeah, you better believe no, it. Yeah, well. All right. Hey, thanks for the call. You're welcome. All right. See? All right. Okay. Be that way. I'm be that be way that if you way. will. Oh, I know. Here I am giving a good advice, and you don't want to believe it. You get don't give me any good advice. It's... <laughs> Maybe we'll work this out during open line yeah. Friday. Remember after when o'clock. you said last year that everything's going to be okay? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, look yeah. at it. It is. Everything is okay. Yeah. Hope is just delayed disappointment. It's 657 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Live in New England Orthopedic Surgeons Physical Therapy. There are over 10,000 reasons why steel is not sold at Lowe's or Home Depot. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, with Scott's four-step, four easy steps to an awesome lawn. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, to me, there's nothing worse than listening to the ungrateful rantings of a guy who just can't shut his big, fat mouth. Okay, maybe there's a few other things that might be slightly worse, but I dare you to find me a bitter and ungrateful jerk with a Twitter account and then try to convince me that he's nothing but unicorns and sunshine. Case in point, I present to you former New England Patriots cornerback Asante Samuel, who, according to reports, doesn't quite know when to shut his mouth. As you know, earlier this week, Patriots owner Robert Kraft conveyed a conversation he had with rap legend Meek Mill, suggesting that Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson not only asked for a trade, but would be interested in being traded to the Patriots. Now, obviously, an idea like that would be seen as intriguing by most reasonably minded people. And all the Patriots claim they're not specifically pursuing a trade for Lamar Jackson at this time. That doesn't mean that they won't later on. However, that decision is ultimately up to Bill Belichick. Nevertheless, upon hearing the story, Asante Samuel quickly picked up his phone yesterday, fired up the Twitter, and made the following statement. Quote, Lamar Jackson, my brother, trust me, you don't want to play for Bill Belichick. Oh, really? Got a problem with your former head coach? What was it? Was it those two annoying Super Bowl championships that he helped you win nearly 20 years ago? Was it the four miserable Pro Bowl selections that were too much for you to handle? Or was it those horrible AFC and divisional championships that you won year after year that made you think, hey, you know what? I don't believe I like playing in this sort of environment. Listen, dude, your entire career benefited from you playing with Bill uh, for Bill Belichick. Granted, you dropped a potentially game-winning interception from Eli Manning in the Super Bowl, and that might have had something to do with how you feel now. But at the end of the day, you're still walking out the door because it was you who couldn't handle being responsible for your own actions. Because it wasn't Bill Belichick who set up the David Tyree helmet catch with the, for the Giants. It happened because you. So why don't you put your phone down and mind your own damn business? 
But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Four steps to a healthy lawn. Go to Rockies. Get Scott's four step today. Apply it early. Spring late. Uh, uh, late spring, midsummer, and fall. It's almost time for step one now. And Scott's four step happens to be only 100 bucks with your Ace Rewards card. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 709 and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. going to be rainy today with a high of 50 tomorrow, rainy with a high of 64. It is 22 right now in downtown Springfield. Do you uh, do you remember earlier this week I uh, I mentioned that uh, there were some major changes coming to the downtown area of Springfield? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, see, now it's, I've heard some things, and I don't know. I don't know how true it is. So I don't just want to lay it all out there. But according to a report this morning out of uh, on Mass Live, yeah. the Mardi Gras, Springfield's highest profile strip club, has been open since the 1970s. Steve, before you were even born, closed yesterday. Oh. Three days after the building was sold to a New York City investor. That's a sad, sad day. Uh, Daniel Kelly. Attorney for a business owner, Anthony Santanello, who has owned that place for years, confirmed the closure and said that Santanello is working on pos- is working on possibly reopening, but Kelly said uh, it's, it is doubtful. It's doubtful. It is doubtful. He uh, didn't know how many people uh, work at that business, but Kelly admitted that Santanello has been downsizing his staff, anticipating uh, the sale of the building, which we already talked about, uh, you know, sold for a good amount of money. To a to a, a group or to a guy who wants to turn into retail an apartment space and uh, n- nowhere did it say he was trying to bounce the Mardi Gras out of there. It's just the Mardi Gras saying, "Yeah, um, now we're all set." Okay. Now here's the thing. Uh, as you know, the Mardi Gras has been providing uh, high class, sophisticated gentlemen's entertainment for years. Now, I've heard some things that suggest that maybe it ain't uh, it ain't com- it ain't a completely a cooked goose. Like there may be other things going on. I just don't have enough information to say what that all is. But I gotta tell you, it's so sad when you see a classy joint like that uh, just go go the, go out of business. Go the way of the what do they call it the way of the what the way of the uh, of the of the is it the dodo or the Edsel? The Edsel, I yeah, believe. Right. Yeah, the way of the Edsel. Gone. I mean, you think about, uh, you know, when I first got to town, Steve, there were many options for the uh, for the single-minded curious man uh, to go and enjoy this sort of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, there was the Fifth Alarm. There was Teddy B's. There was uh, uh, Anthony's. There was Anthony's too. There was the Magic Lantern. And now the uh, Mardi Gras, which was probably the crown jewel of uh, gentlemen's entertainment. Yeah. And where are they all now? Uh, I don't know where they are all now. The, uh, nobody knows. Magic Lantern, out of business. Uh, Anthony's, uh, the one that was on Boston Road, uh, well, that's that's now like a kitchen supply store. Well, uh, like I said, the the guy from the Magic Lantern said, uh, you know, it, with, with everybody being home during the pandemic, there was all these uh, workers who, who were strippers and stuff, 
had to make money somehow. Yeah. So they started their OnlyFans pages, and that's how. And and why? And when? And the question he had was, why would you leave your home to go see to go out for live entertainment when you can just do it right in your in the in your own living room? Yeah. You know. No, and there's I, lots of live cams out there. There's people who want to see uh, naked women uh, or naked anything. You can go on the internet. The internet got everything. Yeah. And you and. You know, OnlyFans, as yeah. uh, you know, like everything else, the internet has changed the whole world. With OnlyFans, no one accidentally sees you in a place you don't yeah. want to be seen. I was never really a strip club dude. No, I never really. Uh, you know, I would go. I, I obviously have gone, uh, but I never went there. Like, you know, this is hey guys. You know, next Friday night, let's go to another club. You right. know, it's it, it wasn't like that because first of all, they're uh, they're expensive. And uh, yeah, you know, no, I, I get that. A, a, a kid, you know, probably, you know, when I was when I was out going to bars frequently, I was probably twenty five or so. Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't be a play. I'd rather go get more bang for my buck at another bar than than go spend strip club money. Um, no, I can totally see that, and I can't say that I've uh, that I've been a huge uh, customer for these yeah. kinds of businesses i mean you know i mean i appreciate modern dance and uh undulating rhythms like anybody else you know I, who who doesn't but uh no i mean yeah I, i'm not the kind of guy that want to go into a strip club and be seen yeah you I know I, I was, I, 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 that's like uncomfortable to me i always just thought it was kind of weird that you could walk from the 350 grill right into the mardi gras in that secret little entrance way that they had in the back yeah, yeah but, it was like all of a sudden you you go to the bathroom or you can go left to the other room and uh there you're in the mardi gras no cover charge either you bring up a good point you're <laughs> yeah. absolutely right but you've already done business with the folks at 350 you've probably eaten something or uh, you know, had a couple what, of uh, is it the same drinks? Owner? Was it the same owners that own both both businesses, or is it just like uh, a collaboration it, it, between the two? It's a little complicated than that, yeah. and I don't want to get too far into it. But yeah. you know, there there were long standing associations between well, those two businesses. Hey, I found that convenient than paying a three dollar cover charge. Oh hell yeah! I'd much rather I saved myself three bucks by buying a fifteen dollar martini in this restaurant and walking through the door that way. Right? Yeah, absolutely. But you see, this is one of those things where, okay, so this building, which takes up an entire yeah. city block, is going to be, you know, transformed into something else. Okay, I don't know how many people are living in that building now. I don't think I there's mean, that many. Uh, the property is well kept. Yes, it's, it's very well kept. It's a well nice kept. building. Yeah, that's yeah. why, like, Smokey Joe's a great business. That That's a wicked cool place. 350 is a, a damn fine restaurant. And uh, and and all of that, you know, you add, uh, you know, some of the other things that they're talking about. All yeah. right, that's good for the city. I don't think anyone's got a real complaint for that. No, but there are some strippers that haven't. Uh, excuse me, some professional dancers that that have not gone down the OnlyFan route. Well, where do they go? Um, I don't know. Are, you, are uh, they going to be standing out on Boston Road outside the Eastfield Mall and say, you know, we'll twerk for food i mean will they do that wouldn't that be like wouldn't you be like really good at being a like a hooters waitress yes i don't see why not like you like you've reached uh expert level the, okay and now right. you want to go back to to amateur the you know only what I mean? the only thing yeah that i really believe separates those two vocations okay the hooters waitress and the professional dancer at a gentleman's club is the lighting the professional yeah. dancer benefits from the dim lighting 
You could say that about an Arby's as well. No question. No question. They benefit from the dim lighting. Yeah. At a Hooters, uh, it's always very well lit. Yeah. And the dimmest things in a Hooters are some of the patrons who go there to eat wings and right. you know, go, you know, ogle uh, waitresses. Right. That's the dimmest thing you'll find at a Hooters. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, now you're expert level. Now you know how to lay on the sexy talk. Yeah, So when, right. uh, you know, let's say you suit up in your Hooters gear now. Mm-hmm. You were uh, the top dancer down at the Mardi Gras. But now, it's like it's like uh, it's like the union level like jobs. Like I, all of a sudden, get, you're going yep, back down yep. to to like beginner step, but you have more experience than the rest of them. So you're just, blowing everybody away. Yeah, I just don't want to see a bunch of uh, a bunch of ladies being turned out to the street because yeah. uh, you know this historic business is being uh, shuttered. I would, know, hate to, I would hate to think about what these people are going through. This reminds me of uh, a great song. Uh, by Kenny Rogers called Scarlet Fever. Scarlet Fever? Yeah. I don't think I uh, I know that one. You never heard that one? Um, no. It's about uh, him getting Scarlet Fever, but it's not what you think. It's a stripper in a strip club. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. And yet here we are yeah. playing Stood Kenny Rogers. the lucky star Staring at the flesh and sign it read, come on in and watch young Scarlet's body come alive. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. This sounds filthy already. Cast spell, you'll swear you can't believe her. Be careful not to catch that Scarlet fever. Ooh, you get it? Oh, Her yeah. name is Scarlet. That's right. You yep. want to catch that Scarlet You'll fever. have that burning sensation, maybe, yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Anyway, I think uh, I've heard some stories that... It will become something else. Yeah. Maybe not at the location that you are used to. Okay. But maybe somewhere nearby. You know, when they turn it into to something else. Yes. It's like uh, let's say they uh, let's say they put a Wahlburger down there. Yes. Right. Yes. Can you tell the difference between what beef was left on the floor from behind from? The Mardi Gras versus what's on the floor of the Wahlburger. Scarlet liked another heart upon her chain. Or at Arby's. That's at Arby's, better. right, yeah. Because I get Scarlet Fever every time I see her. You know, um, you bring up Arby's, you yeah. bring up Wahlburgers. Um, and Kenny Rogers. That place is going to need new curtains. Are you speaking of the beef curtains? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, there you go. Reverse. Well, there you go. I hope uh, I hope all of those of you that are making a living at the Mardi Gras find a way to turn things around. Get your get back on your feet. I hope you're not unemployed for too long. And dance away with me. I got some, like, yard work that needs to be done. <laughs> speaking of beating around the bush, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey! She was just six. It's 720 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. GG Inks. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 625. 
and Alice Cooper with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be rainy today, uh, eventually, uh, with a high of 50, and then tomorrow, nothing but rain with a high of 64. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield. You missed any part of uh, today's show, and I don't know why you would want to, but if you missed any part of it, you can always check it out again or for the very first time on the Bax and Nagel uh, podcast. Post it every single day, and you can listen to it whenever it's convenient for you. It's, also, what? It's free. Yeah, it's free. absolutely free. And uh, also, Baxi's musical podcast uh, this week, my guest Mike Peters from the band The Alarm. An amazing story, really cool interview. Uh, we talk about his uh, battle with cancer, including the one uh, last fall where he had uh, a, re- a relapse of leukemia and pneumonia. He, he's completed an album. He's going on tour. He's just an unbelievable guy. You can check that out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. And next Monday, I'll be talking to the guitar player and co-founder of Queensryche, Michael Wilton. They got a brand new album out called Digital Noise Alliance. It's very, very good. That's coming up Monday on all those various platforms. That sounds pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah. Staying busy, that's for sure. Um, so, I'm uh, again, uh, back to you. Uh, people want to know how, what I did yesterday. How I got into Boston. I, I didn't take Bax's advice. That's how I got in and out of Boston very easily. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you got know, the, it was a lucky day for you. And it was pointed out to me, I guess, okay, so it is $6 to park at that thing. But like you said, or like that other guy said, there's only 500-something spaces there. Yeah. So let's say you go there and then you can't find a space. Then what do you do? Then you got to drive back somewhere else. Well, you know, to drive back, you could probably drive up to Woodland or... Uh, you know, Newton Center. Newton Center is where I've gone a number of times and never had a problem with parking. Okay. Ever. I mean, even, even like on a busy night game. But it was also pointed out to me, now you're on somebody else's schedule. The T schedule. Yes, sure. And but, what happens, uh, you know, uh, with delays and all that stuff. Well, I'm sure that anybody in the city of Boston will tell you about the convenience and efficiency of the Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority. Yeah. When we got when we got uh, halfway on the walk uh, the Fenway yesterday, yeah. and that guy with the bike pulled up, he said, "Hey, I heard uh, Bax was trying to get you to do something. Why don't you just take a ride with us? You'll be all right." All right, I know you're making that up yeah. because pretty I'm pretty sure the guy riding the bike is not listening gotta, to me. I got to tell you, man, being in the back of that thing, like driving through riding through traffic in the city of Boston, harrowing. I thought I was gonna die. Of course, I thought like we were gonna get hit by a car. I'm telling you, I, I would have wa- just done the walk. No, 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 no. It, it was just fun because, you know, it, I had my kid with me. I don't know. Yeah, and, and how much fun. fun would that have been if, say, like a, a city bus had crashed right into the bike? You know what? Uh, you could walk out in the middle of the street and get hit by a city bus. Uh, what's the difference if you're on well, a, you, a, a, car, a car, courier bike throughout the city? You're the one that yeah. brought up the inherent danger of getting in the bike. Yeah, well, I mean, it was dangerous, yeah. but that's the thrill of it. Yeah, See, that's right. the fun. Listen, it, just walking around Boston at certain uh, times a day is dangerous. And by the way, I saw those avocado fries yeah. that they were boasting about yesterday. Yeah. They look like uh, they look like burnt cockroaches is what they looked like. Yeah, that's not, I, that would not be something I'd order right away. No, not if, at, if at a all. ballpark. They'd have to be out of nachos and hot dogs for me to go with the avocado fries. I gotta go to like a like a classy restaurant to order something like because that sounds like something that would be good if cooked by a professional chef and <laughs> not the short order cook at the uh, at the Fenway Frank box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Chilly start with a little bit of sunshine this morning. Clouds will inevitably win out. We'll go overcast this afternoon with showers and light rain developing by mid to late afternoon into the evening. High temperatures today in the upper four days have become a little breezy, but not as strong as yesterday. For tonight, steady rain comes to an end, but lots of leftover clouds, some patchy fog. Temperatures in the 40s. Then for tomorrow, rain in the morning will give way to a little bit of sunshine in the afternoon. It'll become windy and mild with highs in the low to mid 60s. A cold front will bring a few late day showers and thunderstorms. A storm could be on the strong side and then we'll cool it off and dry it out tomorrow night with temps falling into the 40s. It'll be rather windy. Then for Sunday, mostly sunny, blustery and chilly with highs in the mid 40s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. Major League Baseball season is underway and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than on FanDuel. America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. New customers of Mass can get in on the action now with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash backs. Finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. So bet now on the app. It's so simple, secure, and easy to use. And don't miss your chance to get $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Visit FanDuel.com slash backs and make every moment more. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball, 21 plus and present in mass first online real money wager only $10 first deposit required bonus issues uh, as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com if you're gambling uh, too much help is here gambling helpline ma.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support play it smart from the start gamesensema.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. There are probably a few things complimentary maintenance. So get in, then get away to someplace fun. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now lease a 2023 Hyundai Ioniq 5 for $539 a month, including a $7,500 EV lease bonus. See your local Hyundai dealer or visit buyhyundai.com to find a dealer near you. Call 661-615-2112 for details. 732. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news, and here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. As you just heard us talk uh, a few minutes ago, we were talking about the Mardi Gras. After more than 50 years in business, the Mardi Gras in Springfield has closed just three days after the building was sold to a New York-based company. Gentlemen's Club has been part of the city since the 1970s. You know what would be uh, really great? And I think like uh, like Bacon and Brews would be a, play- a great place to do this. Yeah, Have like a Mardi Gras reunion. Like I like Get this, I out of my head because I was just thinking that before we went on the air. Yeah. It's like it would be great to see some of the ladies that were working there 50 years ago. What are yeah. they doing? How they how do they uh what do they do with their lives after saying, "You know what? It's time to hang up my pumps." Yeah, you know, like uh, when Fat gets together every once in a while and uh, reunites the band and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, you bring back uh, Gladys from the you know, the hottest stripper from 1976. How she, awesome would that be? When she was 42 then. Yeah, right. Now she's 90. <laughs> I would love to see yeah. it. I think that would be so much fun. And, you know, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people. And I'm, I'm saying like a big gathering like Bacon and bacon and Brews because, you know, it's right around the corner. I'm sure we could uh, find a way to feed these ladies. But, you know, just how many of those early customers are going to be there on Bacon and Brews Day? Probably a lot. Probably quite a few. Yeah. So I'm thinking, what better way is there to reminisce great memories than seeing a little bit of that? We do a shower an hour. 
at the uh, at the event? Well, I mean, it, it <laughs> that would be like the uh, like the stripper version of karaoke. Yeah, uh, turn me so I don't get bed sores <laughs> event. Please turn me. Uh, I don't. I don't know yeah. if that's uh, if that's what I want to go with that one. But uh, hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying, if you ever have all these reunion of a like a like a geriatric reunion, I think it'll be a good thing. The Mardi Gras closed their doors after uh, the close of business last night. As you know, there's a new landlord, and it's doubtful that they'll reopen. That hasn't been 100 percent confirmed, but I think it's uh, just about there. That's according to uh, attorney Dan Kelly. Uh, Attorney Kelly explained why he's not sure that will happen, but um, it will not be another gentleman's club. So it's not going to be repurposed. Right. It's not going to be like Mardi Gras 2. Wouldn't it it be interesting to interview the guy last night that received the final lap dance of the Mardi Gras? Yeah, who is that? Like, who is that guy? You know, then nobody's going to come forward for that uh, information, right? Yeah, I'd like to talk to the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'd like, like to talk to the last guy that went up to the champagne room thinking he was going to get something that he was never going to get. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? What happened? What happened up here? Absolutely nothing. All right. <laughs> uh, a Holyoke police captain placed on administrative leave with an investigation underway, and uh, Western Mass News uh, has been digging deeper as they obtain court paperwork that details allegations of sexual harassment against him. About time somebody went down to the courtroom and found out what was going on. Remember when uh, the news stations and newspapers used to have uh, Freedom of Information Act requests going out all the time? Yeah. I wonder if they do that anymore. Doesn't sound like it. I don't think they do. Mm. I don't think they do at all. Uh, Western Mass News tracked down video of Captain Manuel Reyes, then a lieutenant, uh, interviewing for his promotion in January of 2022. I believe I have the temperament, the personality to run an effective bureau, and now that I've been lieutenant for nine years, I think I'm ready to take the next challenge and the next role, he said back in 2022. Western Mass News also obtained court documents that detail how a younger female police officer accused Reyes of sexually harassing her, making unwanted advancements for years. She claims this all started in 2019. As soon as she began on the force, she documents that in one instance, Reyes brought her to one of his properties, a home in Holyoke, and got on top of her while she was sitting on the couch. She goes on and uh, told authorities that he groped her and kissed her, stating, quote, I did not consent to this or uh, to him uh, touching me at all. She then goes on to write, I couldn't move, I was frozen in fear, and I couldn't do anything. So now we know what the allegations are against him. This is one of those things they don't tell you about in the initial story. No, because the news uh, services uh, locally don't necessarily come up with the Freedom of Information Act request. But I bet you they could have found this out a couple of days ago. Oh, without a doubt. But why don't they? Now you waited four days, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't have an answer for that one. Uh, A four-year-old dog with a missing eye needs a forever home after being isolated in a garage for many years. According to Dakin Humane Society, Princess is a four-year-old pit bull who came from a tough situation, the Humane Society says. But she's friendly and out an outgoing dog who loves nothing more than spending time with her people. It may look like she's winking at you, and she is. Mm. Prince has arrived with a one eye badly damaged, painful, and not working. It has been removed, and now she will enjoy a pain-free life. Yeah, Princess can only likes the people that are on her left side. Yeah, if you're gonna get on her right side. You better stay away. It's like she doesn't even know you're there. 
Uh, due to her past, she hasn't much, had much exposure to other dogs, but she is curious about them. They are unsure how she does with cats or kids, but she's very gentle and sweet. Mm. I would probably recommend somebody who doesn't have uh, kids or cats to take in a pit bull that's been isolated for the last four years in a, yeah, in a room. Some that you know may have been traumatized by their you know previous situations. I uh, I don't know this. I don't. This might sound like maybe one of them dog fighting situations. Like maybe the dog was in that kind of. Uh, situation. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I just <clears throat> people just are so disappointing when they do things. It's this dog didn't do anything to anybody. It's just a dog. You know the uh, the truth of the matter is, you know this. I don't want to say it's a breed of dog, but this classification of dog, yeah, pit bulls or what have you. Yeah, I know there's a lot of fear about those dogs, but they're actually very sweet dogs if they're in the right situation, yeah, if it, they're cared for and loved and nurtured. I mean, you uh, you do all that thing for any dog. You, you 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 will you will wind up having a great pet. But you know, there's some dogs that because of the the situation they were in, they're damaged. But it would be like any. It, it would be like you know, be like dating someone who's gone through like horrible trauma throughout right. their entire life. Pretty good chance. Might not be the easiest relationship to get through. Doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means they got a lot of baggage. Right. And, uh, you know, you could you could make a bad dog out of any dog, really. Sure. You know, uh, you could take a black lab. And if you didn't uh, if you didn't feed it right and you... You're going to have a lot of problems in, with a shih tzu if you had to. Oh, yeah, you're going to step in a lot of that, too. You're right. You know? But uh, that's the thing. If you neglect something and treat it horribly, it's going to treat you horribly back. Because that's their that's the way they know. That's right. Uh, the Bay State Wing Hospital in Palmer will use state funding to focus on the prevention and treatment of opioid-related substance use disorders. The hospital received a legislative earmark this fiscal year to support programs in the region. State Representative Todd Smola placed the earmark, allowing the hospital to improve equitable public access to prevention, treatment, recovery, and referrals to people with opioid and substance uh, use disorders. Isn't that kind of funny how these hospitals were all involved in the distribution of opioids and now it's like, hey, uh, check out my halo. Uh, we're taking care of these people. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, I can see why you might say that. But it sounds to me like, you know, a lot of hospitals and doctors were kind of fed alone a, a load of BS when it came to prescribing these things many years ago. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, because if you remember... Things like uh, you know OxyContin were sold, and the idea that they was not not addictive, when in mm-hmm. fact it it was addictive, and especially as the body was able to uh, to get used to those levels, and you need the only way to get past it was to take even more yeah. uh, you know opioids, and so you know it, it it was a terrible situation that only got worse, and the problem is you're feeling the ramifications of this of this now, yeah. and you know what to 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 Wing's credit. That's a part of, uh, of of Western Mass that is suffering greatly as far as opioids go. Opioids, fentanyl, all that stuff. Where Palmer, uh, you know, some of the other towns that are around there, they're having a real issue. These are small towns that have to figure out how to manage this, and I'm glad Wing is stepping up. That's good. Yeah, but I mean, if you go back and listen to all those court cases about the opioid crisis and how, you know, these drug companies finally just settled because they're like, listen, if we let this go all the way to trial, we're going to get really screwed. Sure. Because 
they have information. Like they were paying these places in order to get they, the people to get on the prescriptions. The 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 issue, as I understand it, was they did the the pharmaceutical companies did not realize the level of addictiveness of the opioids that they were pushing, yeah. and they were strong arming doctors and hospitals and yeah. uh, you, you know uh, pharmaceutical companies to to get in on this and. Uh, you know, pharmaceutical, you know, you know, salespeople to really push this. And it almost got to the point where if you were a doctor and you prescribed something other than one of these opioids, yeah, that could have been very bad for your practice. It got out of control. So, I, I mean, yeah, doctors and hospitals are, are, are not innocent in this, but no, there was but, a lot of but, pressure on them to start prescribing this medication but, but to me it's kind of like oh here i just hey uh drink this this will make you feel better oh i just gave you poison do you want the antidote well it's right over here you know what i mean like it, yeah. just, it seems like you're getting duped pharmaceutical companies are maybe the most messed up business there the is entire healthcare industry whole, is messed up yeah but it's but it's all everything is everything is connected And unfortunately, you know, the things that make the most amount of sense make the least amount of sense for a pharmaceutical company. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be rainy with a high of 50 tomorrow. Nothing but rain and a high of 64. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 749 in the cars with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be rainy eventually today with a high of 50 tomorrow. Nothing but rain and a high of 64. It's 22 in downtown Springfield. Everybody's got a project that they want to finish around their house. Sometimes it's a dream home improvement. Sometimes it's an absolute necessity. Starting Monday, Rock 102 wants to help you get that project done with Pick Your Project, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. You can win $3,000 in cash, which you could use towards any number of things, including updating your kitchen with Cowles Building Supply, designing your dream closet with Master Custom Closets, carpentry repairs or maintenance from a Home Pro Handyman, or the design installation repair of vinyl, aluminum, chain link, and wood fences from A Signature Fence. Want to win $3,000? Go to rock102.com starting Monday, April 3rd, and sign up one winner chosen at random pick your project brought to you by dave minor exterior home improvements visit them at daveminerroofing.com and rock 102 springfield's classic rock are you ready to hear this i am right now right now now hear this with bex and nagel on rock 102 Uh uh-oh here's some news about gwyneth paltrow ready i'm ready all right has the jury reached a verdict was Gwyneth Paltrow at fault? No. Was Terry Sanderson at fault? Yes. Did Terry Sanderson's fault cause Gwyneth Paltrow's harm? Yes. What percent of the fault do you assign to Terry Sanderson? 100% damages. What amount fairly compensates Gwyneth Paltrow for economic damages? 
$1. (gasps) Ooh. All right, but $1 was all she was seeking. Listen, our long national nightmare is over. Gwyneth Paltrow has won. And she won 100% of what she was looking for. That's amazing. It's not like the jury came back and said, nope, we're only going to get you 35 cents. Yeah, no, that's not how that went. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. How much of that dollar does the lawyer get? Uh, 75 cents. See, now she's yeah. left with uh, like 15 cents. Yeah, see? Well, yeah, it sucks. I'm just, uh, I'm glad everything worked out for Gwyneth. Yeah, I say. Because fi- I was really worried about her. I say 15 cents because you back out the court fees. That's what you're left with. Yeah. Remember I was uh, telling you earlier about uh, my, you know, how we uh, pretended it was my kid's birthday and they got the people at Cheesecake Factory to sing the happy birthday? Yeah. Well, here's a lady from North Carolina rattling off all the free stuff she got from stores and restaurants on her I birthday. I determined this year to get everything for my birthday. But you know how you sign up for stuff. <laughs> I went to Nothing But Cake and got my little free cake, my confetti cake. I love confetti cake. I went to Krispy Kreme and got my free dozen donuts. Mm. I went to Kohl's and used my $5 happy birthday Kohl's cash and got those super cute earrings. I went to Slim Chickens and got my free jar dessert. Ooh, I got another confetti cake from Publix. Went to Jersey Mike's and got a regular sub for free. And I went and got a free 20 ounce (laughs) smoothie from Smoothie King. I spent $300 driving around in gasoline to get all these free things. By the way, I'm 900 pounds. Yeah, it's it's not going to work out well for me. I'll probably die of uh, some sort of (laughs) clogged artery from the dozen donuts. I don't don't need all those toes. Yeah, Uh, but see, you can get free stuff on your birthday. Good to know. You can pretend it's your birthday and get free stuff, too. (laughs) I guess you can do that. Uh, a wife, this is another clip, a wife found another woman's checkbook in her husband's car. He swore he had no idea who it was or how it got there, but she was still suspicious. So she, so he put the word out on social media, hoping to find the woman and save his marriage. Here's his plea. If your name's Jessica and you live in Northern Colorado, I need you to check your voicemail right away because I have your checkbook. My wife thinks we're having an affair. She goes into the center console and guess what she finds? A checkbook, not mine and not hers. It's yours, Jessica. I have absolutely no idea how I ended up with your checkbook in a console of my car. So we Google you. You work in the same town I teach in, which is not the same town I live in. Do you see how bad this is looking for me? I need you to just check your voicemail so we can figure out where we somehow crossed paths, or not even we, you and my car, so that I can clear all of this up. Just from the sounds of that guy, yeah. he ain't cheating on his it, wife. It, it, <laughs> I don't know. I don't Funny, know. I don't know. I don't know how the checkbook got there. I've never heard of a woman named dead. Jessica who's well, been in my car. I have a follow-up clip. It's the happy ending. Mystery <laughs> solved. The other woman saw his desperate plea on social media, and she contacted him to set the record straight. It's Jessica. I live in northern Colorado. I never answer my phone. Hey, we found Jessica. After texting back and forth all morning, the best we can come up with is that our kids go to school together. She maybe parks where I park because I teach next door. It's the best we got. So this afternoon, I'm going to meet up with Jessica, take the whole family over. She has goats. And so we're going to play with them. She's getting her mm. checkbook back. Yeah. And while half of the 15,000 comments and growing on this post are convinced that I am like the world's greatest infidelity mastermind. Sorry to disappoint you guys. Why don't you just make the get you know, kill you cut out the middleman, leave your family at home, and meet up at the Motel Six like you've been doing for months with this lady anyway? I don't think that she would split the bill with me. <laughs>
He just doesn't sound like a guy that would do do something. Yeah, like that. Don't judge don't a book know. by its cover. Uh, and uh, finally, uh, YouTuber Mr. Beast. Have you ever seen this guy? Uh, in fact, I have. He uh, he helped out a waitress who had been going back and forth to work, uh, to and from work without a vehicle for months, by tipping her a car. Here is the moment that Amy received a car as a tip. What's the biggest tip you've ever gotten? Like fifty. Fifty dollars. Yeah. Has anyone ever tipped a car? This is a car key. This is not a car. You want to see it? It's outside. Let's go. <laughs> right over here. You'll see your brand new car. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, wow. I wasn't expecting you to cry. I mean, is this, this isn't real. No, it is real. <laughs> Just hit the unlock button. See if it makes noise. I was literally late uh, to work today because the Uber was so hard. Yeah, I'm like God. in such shock right now. I don't even know. You know, it's great it's that this guy uh, does all this stuff, but... Uh, the videos aren't entertaining at all. No, he doesn't do a very good job with it. And you know what's worse is this woman's got to pay the taxes and claim that car as a tip that she received. Yeah, yeah nice, nicely done, screwing that poor woman out of her her hard earned money. Mister Mister Beast doesn't explain that part. No, but her accountant certainly will. Unless uh, you know, that's one of those things that you point out to a guy like that, and then he goes, "Oh yeah, I mean, I'm going to cover the taxes too." Yeah, as an afterthought. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to meet up with uh, another woman in my uh, my wife's car later on this afternoon. Her checkbook is in my car. I don't know how that happened. You're a pioneer. Actually, I don't even know why I'm doing the forecast. Uh, You know what it's going to do today. Uh, It is 7.56. We got open line Friday coming up after 8 o'clock. It's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Two great days. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-10. And Pink Floyd with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, rainy eventually today with a high of 50. And then tomorrow, nothing but rain with a high of 65. It is 25 right now in downtown Springfield. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Live! All right, listen to this. 293-1021. You may recall we did Open Line Monday, and it was wildly unsatisfying. Yes. I would also like to warn all you people, ahead of time, keep your filthy mouths to yourselves. Yes. I don't want to hear any hate speech yeah. or anything stupid like that. All right. Okay, let's so let's we can do. keep it all together here. Oh, look at the phones. They're blowing up already. Blowing up. Rock 102, good morning, who's this? Hey, it's the Hawkman. How are you guys doing? What's up, Hawkman? Hawk What's up? Hey, are you guys open for open lines? We are. You're yeah, on you're, the air. You're already on the air, Steve. Yeah, I have a couple of questions to ask you. Okay. So, Mr. Nagel, what in God's green earth are you doing wearing a Lake Talk meeting? Uh, well, it was, uh, it was like 27 degrees with the wind chill yesterday at, uh, fan-friendly freezing Fenway Park, so I, uh, I did what I had to do to keep warm. And you know what? I know everybody's gonna give me guff about that, but, uh, the Steinbrenner family has never sent me a personal Christmas card. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, but I, I'll send you a, a, a Yankees beanie. Actually, don't you have a Yankees winter hat? I do, but I wasn't going to wear that to Fenway Park. <laughs> I mean, that, <laughs> and when they weren't even playing yesterday. Well, oh, in fact, you got to stop giving people wrong information about 
take the green line from Newton. What are you talking? Go ta- here, go there. What are you talking about? That was good information, and I wasn't the only one who agreed. Yeah, it would be good information for someone who's blind and doesn't know where they're going. Oh, for Whoa, crying out! All right, Whoa. you know what? This is the kind of conversation I was hoping not to have with you. I was giving good, rock-solid directions into the hub city from Riverside Station. Would have been a perfect opportunity to enjoy a good afternoon of public transportation. Yeah. So, it was Mr. Nagel took that and got lost at the starter and ended up being stranded in Boston. I hope you would have went and picked him up, buddy. Oh, hell no. Right. I wouldn't have done that. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Hawkman. We appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Right. You, you, know, you know what they did at the game yesterday? They did one of those in-memoriam things of, like, uh, people who have passed away who were part of the Red Sox organization. Yeah. Surprisingly, the 2022 Red Sox season wasn't on the in-memoriam oh side. Listen to you with your garbage right there. Rock 102. Oh. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Egg Mike. Mike Jones. All right. All right. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Robert. What's hey, up, Robert. What's up? I want to talk to the boys about the uh, ride into Fenway. Yeah, go ahead. All right, you're, you're on, on the, the air, air now. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, uh, Steve, you ought to listen to the old man, your protege there. Yeah. Um, the T is the way in. Actually, no. The you're, way in I got was directly into Boston. I got there I, in an hour I, and I 20. Hear, yeah, what? I hear you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the parking is, is six bucks. And what wasn't talked about is... You got to pay a token to get on the tee, and they got senior discounts and people discounts and kid discounts. But it's a great train ride in. It drops you off in Fenway. It's a five minute walk to Yaki Way, and then the ride back is all Fenway fans. And if they won, it's a great ride back. And if it, if they lost, it's kind of, kind of a quiet ride back. But you you get off and you're on you're on the pike in five minutes. In your home, yeah. Is he, no uh, traffic, no crap. I was on the pike in five minutes uh, yesterday, see, but, and I had no problem. That was your lucky day. That so okay. So you're maybe, talking about one of the biggest days in Major League Baseball, especially for uh, you know an opening day for the Red Sox. You would think that yeah. you know that would be the worst day to drive Listen, into the city. They're both you know good. O- I, they're both I've good taken options. That route. A gazillion times over the years, uh-huh. and it, 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 it's much better. And would you pay to park? And then you have to yeah. walk for Here, credential. Here's here's the thing that is an absolute truthhood about getting in and out of the city, whether it's Fenway or Leechmere or Wonderland or whatever the hell you're going going to go to. You <laughs> never, ever, ever know when you are going to get jacked in a solvable traffic in 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 Boston. It, you know, there's no rhyme or reason for it. It you if okay, you're driving in, you don't know what you're facing. At least if you're well, on the green line, you're the very good possibility you won't face that kind of traffic. But getting out no, of the won't. parking lot of the train station, you're running into the same issue. If there's yeah, not, as far, really. not, not as far not out as really. Riverside, you don't think you're, there's traffic. You're out. You're you're out. In, you're out in less than ten minutes. I, 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 I find that hard to believe. The closer, the closer. I'm telling you, I've the, been there. Whatever, you know. Try it one time and see if you like it. I, I don't want to try that? it. Yeah, I listen. don't want to try it because I don't want to deal. No, I don't. And you don't want. And no. you don't want to say Bax is right. Yeah, thank you very much. That's Bax what this is all isn't about. right. Bax is not right. <laughs> but You're I'm not creating, wrong. 
you're creating well, a whole. You haven't tried it. you're creating a whole set of other problems. You're creating more problems. You're, you're creating more work creating for yourself. Any, you're not creating. Any I problems. would rather How be. Do you work with him back. I would rather be stuck in downtown uh, Boston through traffic there. Then be yeah, stuck on a gr- on a green line full of sweaty Red Sox fans going back to their cars after a horrible loss to well, the Baltimore I, Orioles. I you think- know what? It, it, it's a fun ride, no matter how you cut the cheese. Hey, can I throw one quick nonpartisan political joke at you? Sure, sure. Ahead. All right. So, Ted Kennedy, Nancy Pelosi, and Donald Trump are at the pearly gates looking to get in. Okay. Have you heard this one? Not yet. And and Ted Kennedy steps up and he says, Lord, I've been known as the Lion of the Senate. Forty years, numerous bills written in my name. I championed uh, for the working man. I believe I should get in. Right. And the Lord said, you're in. Nancy Pelosi steps up. She goes, Lord, I've represented my constituency in, in California for years. Been Speaker of the House numerous times. Champion for women's working rights, I believe I should get in. And the Lord said, you're in. Donald Trump steps up and says, you know, you're in my seat. (laughs) I see what you did there. Okay, listen, you've taken up enough of our time, but I appreciate your support. Try it, you'll like it. Yeah, you're wrong. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Rock 102, good morning, who's this? It's me again, Mike Jones. Okay, Rock 102, good morning, who's this? Good morning. It's Dave out of Enfield. Hey, Dave in Enfield. What's up? Oh, just uh, talking about all this riding to Boston and stuff. Uh, Steve, you got to get over your 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 uh, uh, unenthusiastic attitude about mass transit. You, you've got to learn to embrace mass transit. No, and uh, <laughs> ro- rolling in rolling in uh, on on uh, ninety into underneath the Prudential and getting off at exit eighteen. That's such a crapshoot. It's not that's, exit that's 18 anymore. It's exit 506. Yeah. Uh, see, the thing is, if you if you it's try the doing, old 18, if you got yourself a bunch of uh, tickets uh, to a bunch of games in the future, you yeah. would find that most of the time, getting in and out of the Prudential takes longer. You got it on it. You you got Absolutely. lucky. You got lucky. That's what this that's, is about. That's, that's exactly my point. But you I gotta embrace the mass transit thing. Do the ride on the train. Your people watching. You, you could come up with so much material to talk about during the week about people you see on the train, uh, all the stuff that goes no, on into the city. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to <laughs> sit next to bum urine. I don't want to. I don't want to smell that. If he wants wanna, that, yeah. he'll go to Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Be setting an example for the rest of us, Steve. Just take the mass transit, have the good old ride in on the train. There just, you go. Just talk about the game, you know. Just, just go for it. <laughs> how, about, how, about, how about I do what I did yesterday, and I was in and out of there in just the same yeah. amount of time that I thought I would be. You got, you got, you lucked out. Simple as that. Hey, that, thank, that, thank you, know, boy. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Yes, again, Mike Jones. All right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, my name is Dead Horse. Okay, Dead Horse. Keep beating me today about Fenway? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're not even done talking about it. Shows. Uh, seriously. Hey, Shows. hey, you know, honestly, Steve, though, I got to tell you, I've done both, and I can't say I prefer one or the other, but the last time I went to Prudential, it was better. Wouldn't you it rather be stuck happen. in your own car in traffic than be stuck on a train full of sweaty people? Uh, you know, sometimes going back, it's crowded. But you know what? Um, uh, 
I'm not going to continue with this because I just called to complain about it. So I'm not <laughs> yeah, gonna you called to complain yeah, about why, it, but why you want to Why should you feed into you, it? You called to complain, but you want to be part of the conversation. <laughs> do you see how I do this to you? Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But, Thanks for the call. Uh, Rock 102. Oh, come on now. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, guys. Penis. Uh, okay, very good. That was worth your time. Mm-hmm. All right, two nine three one zero two one. Take a couple more here. Rock one zero two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Joe from Westside. Hey, Joe. What's I used up? To live in Boston. Not. A, I used to live in Boston. Steve, screw those commie bastards and their socialist transportation system. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's, Boston's a big city. It's got a lot of parking. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, more than one way to Green Street. Yeah. You know who I passed driving to get there? Who? Eric er, Eric Lesser going, ha where's your east-west rail now, you <laughs> son of a gun? Right? Where's your east-west rail now? Yeah, yeah, how's that? I parked right here. It took me only an hour and 20 minutes to get in there. Right. Yeah, it didn't cost me $150 a ticket either. That's no, right. it just cost me $150 in parking fees. That's all. <laughs> all right, Thanks guys. for the call. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Is this? Hey, guys, it's Dad Joe. Oh, that's your chat from Bobber. Very good. Yeah, guys, how you doing? Got some for us. You ready? I'm ready. Oh boy! Last time, I had a rough time when I was a child. Um, I just started out my first job. I was so broke that they shut off my electricity, and those were the darkest days of my life. (laughs) All right. All right. Good. What do you? I have a construction joke to tell you. Okay. Uh, But it can wait. I'm still working on it. Alright. And uh every time I take my dog to the park, the ducks they try to bite him. But that's what I get for taking a purebred dog. Oh, purebred. Pure bread. Yeah, that's right. It. Pure yes. bread. Yeah. Yes. Alright. Is that is that all you got? That's about it. Uh, that's oh, it. Oh, dad joke chat from uh Palmer. I appreciate <laughs> Thanks for having me on. No yeah. problem. Hey, we love Chester. having you on. Anytime. Yeah. Thank all you right. very much. Don't call me Chester. <laughs> Don't call me Chester. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Just call me Chet. All right. Well, that was a successful open line Friday. It certainly was, Steve. <laughs> it's eight twenty-two with Bax and Nagel and Rock One Hundred Two. Let's go. I'll- Roofing.com to get started. Thirty-two with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Oh, thanks, Bax. Baseball is back at Fenway Park. Uh, opening day, thousands of fans made their way through the turnstiles of Fenway Park as the Red Sox took on the Orioles. Uh, go, baby! Go, Sox! Go, baby! Said uh, these two people from North Reading. Fans shared some advice for facing the elements that March baseball can bring. Bundle up with your hat, get your hoodie on and everything, and get the game going! Where it began. Look at you hitting the post like that. Oh, postman always rings twice, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's going strong. strong. Um, uh, They they played, uh, like, the cars shake it up on the organ. Oh, really? I thought that was pretty cool. A lot of those songs you could pick up. And some of them, I hate when I can't, I know the song, but I can't hear it because I don't have the lyrics to it. You know, I had in my collection of, uh, and unfortunately, I don't know where this record went to, but yeah. I loved it. It was so fantastic. It was the uh, a full 12-inch vinyl record of the organ player at Comiskey Park in Chicago. Oh, that's cool. And this woman would play like, like Forever in Blue Jeans yeah. on the organ. 
Ooh. You know, it's one of those old-fashioned baseball. Diamond song. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like those old-fashioned, you know, baseball stadium organs that used to be out there, like in the early '80s and '70s, and and, yeah. and well be before that. And I, I miss that album. It had so many great. This woman, this woman knew her way around the organ, big time. Oh, I bet she did. I bet and, you do too. Oh, she would tinkle on those little plastics like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what you do too. Yeah, okay. You hear what I just said about the little organ? Thing? Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I heard no, you let's loud see, and clear. Uh, uh, forever in blue jeans. Forever yeah. in blue jeans. Our organ. On the organ. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> uh, is Maybe this is it. Oh, yeah, here's a guy doing it on the organ. All right. All right. Let's hear it. All right. Is he starting now? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I like that. I like that too. Mm-hmm. We should that's just good play stuff. this background music the entire newscast. What okay. Do you think? Yeah, that's right? fine. Forever in blue. It's like you're on a you're on an elevator somewhere. <clears throat> oh my God! Yeah. Uh, there's there's actual. Oh yeah. All right. I was gonna say there's a, there oh. was a, the the name of the organist at Comiskey Park was Nancy Faust, and I'm looking at uh, man, I'm trying to find some some. No, I don't have it. I was hoping it's going to be some uh, stuff on YouTube, but there's just not enough. Just not enough of it. But, man, she was good. Uh, I'm looking at her right now. She's, uh, well, is she dead? I, you know, she uh, she could very well be. I mean, it was a long, long time ago. Well, here she is with the uh, the beer barrel polka. Uh, you got to wait three seconds for that to happen. Uh, All right, yeah. Now, here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Come on. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is this was a great record. That is pretty cool. Who doesn't think about baseball? It does give I think more of a carnival. See, I With think a bunch I, of clowns. Yeah, I think baseball. Like the 2023 Boston Red Sox, you know what I'm saying? Uh but there you go. There you go. Yeah, all all had a good time. Uh, Springfield Police Department seized two firearms and trafficking weight of cocaine on Thursday morning. According to Springfield Police, around 5.30 a.m., officers arrested 28-year-old Hector Cabrera at his home on the 100 block of Lucerne Road. The Springfield Police Firearms Unit had been investigating the home for several months, suspecting Cabrera. On Thursday morning, detectives watched Cabrera leave his home, then conducted a traffic stop on Rentham Road, showed and explained the search warrant to Cabrera, and escorted him back to the property. Hmm. Hey, you might want to turn around because we're going to go through your stuff. <laughs> you don't have anything in that nightstand you want to tell us about, do you? Investigators found and seized more than 480 grams of cocaine, three large bags of marijuana, more than $97,000 in cash, 21 grams of Oxycontin, more than 460 benzodiazepine pills. That's the Bill Cosby pill. Right. And uh, a Heckler and Kosh firearm, an additional magazine, 173 shotgun shells, over 100 rounds of various ammunition, various gold and silver bars and coins, a tactical shotgun, and 150 bags of heroin. All to be won here on the Showcase Showdown. Without going over, what is the estimated retail value of the Oxycontin? $150,000, all to be won here in cash and prizes on The Price is Right. Uh, $5,153.
You gotta spin the big wheel now. Uh, actually, I don't think I get a chance to spin what the big wheel. Uh, police uh, confiscated illegal dirt bikes in three separate incidents in Springfield on Wednesday. According to the department, the first bike was seized on Tyler Street, resulting in the arrest of 24-year-old Kevin Velasquez. Where also, officers also found 330 bags of heroin. Uh, officials said about an hour later, officers seized a second dirt bike in the area of Upton Street, resulting in the arrest of 24-year-old Evan Ortiz from Springfield. Then, then, a third bike. And where was that? Sylvan Street and Fountain Street. After being involved in a crash with a car, the driver was then taken to Bay State Medical Center. God, they're in all different corners of the, of the city. Well, you got to cover all your bases. Yeah. Forest Park, Liberty Heights. Where was the first one? Uh, where's the, what would they say? Uh, Tyler Street. I don't know where that is. That's like downtown. Well, there you go. I yeah. think. Well, I think it's t- downtown. Either way, uh, and here we are, thought they were on those dirt bikes just for joy riding. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're for trafficking uh, heroin as well. Do you think uh, the one in Liberty Heights, the guy was delivering heroin to that Upton girl? Oh, well, Upton funk you up. No, 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 yeah. Uptown girl. Yeah, I know what you're doing. Like, you know, Billy I'm, Joel. I'm, I'm doing more uh, more mod- modern uh, music. What is more modern than Billy Joel? Uh, Bruno Mars and uh, that Mark Ronson guy oh, when they did God. Uptown Funk. Oof. Ah, yeah. with, a, with a Bruno Mars. Uh, Holyoke police captain placed on administrative leave with an investigation underway. Western Mass News has been digging deeper as they obtained court paperwork that details allegations of sexual harassment against him. You know what the funny thing is? They make it sound like they did something like really sneaky when anybody can really just go in and get that information. A longtime Holyoke police captain is now on administrative leave following a harassment prevention order against him. Uh, they have video of uh, Captain Manuel Reyes, then a lieutenant, interviewing for his promotion in January of 2022. And he said, I believe I have the temperament, the personality to run an effective bureau. And now that I've been a lieutenant for nine years, I think I'm ready to take on the next challenge. Hmm. And then they obtained court documents that detail how a younger female police officer accused Reyes of sexually harassing her, making her making unwanted advancements for years. She claims this all started back in 2019 as soon as she began on the force. She documents that in one instance, Reyes uh, brought her to one of his properties, a home in Holyoke, and got on top of her while she was sitting on the couch. She goes on and told authorities that he groped her and kissed her, stating, quote, I did not consent to this or him touching me at all. And she went on to write, I could not move. I was frozen in fear and couldn't do anything. In the paperwork, the officer goes on to say inappropriate behavior continued until current day, both while at work and off work, and some of the text messages uh, were exchanged. And they kind of go into to all this. Wow. And then all of a sudden, uh, you had one guy go, well, suddenly I'm not the worst person around here. <laughs> all I did was leave a gun in the eye. <laughs> Whoopsie, my bad. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, you, you did that story last hour about the yeah. uh, Mardi Gras closing down yeah, after fifty yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A- and uh, I was just going to go into it. Oh, you were? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just, you know, I had made the suggestion that wouldn't it be great to have like a uh, reunion? Yeah. Of yeah. Uh, of women who had been working there over the course of fifty years, mm-hmm. and then somebody made a suggestion, and I love this. You guys should start and adopt a stripper program so that they don't go homeless. Adopt a stripper program. This this is pure genius. I like that. Uh, yeah, you're, you know, you're reaching out to these women who, you know, have been working at the, at the Mardi Gras for all this time. You know, where are they going to go? We're going to get the, we're gonna meal train going for the uh, the older ones. Yeah, where, yeah. where are they going to go? The Magic Lantern? Nope. Where are they going to go? Castaway Lounge? Nope. Where are they going to go? Uh, 
Fifth alarm, not a chance. How about the bang bang meal train? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. All aboard the the bang bang <laughs> meal train for the elderly strippers. Won't you help a stripper, a former stripper in need? Listen, you know, yeah. not to not to offer, you know, like a condescending charity because that's not what we're all about here. That's not what that's not how I operate. That's not how I do business, yeah. Steve. I just want to help. You know, I just want to help society, and I would be ashamed to see these women who have worked so hard. For the cost for your, for your sweaty dollar bills over the over the course of fifty years. For the cost of a dose of penicillin per day, you could help out one of these former strippers. Honey, won't you help a former stripper like me get back on my feet? Yeah. Watch me smoke this cigarette from my throat. <laughs> <laughs> that thing can be used for other things too, you know. I've been out of the business for a while, yeah. but you might remember me as my uh, yeah. as my uh, stage name, Coco. It's like that uh, that old chick in uh, Beetlejuice that shows up and greets Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin after they die. You know, with the smoke coming right out of her throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the old lady in Kingpin. That's kind of oh yeah, that it's, one too. That's yeah, the yeah, one that I'm that thinking one, of too. That, that yeah. one's pretty gross. Uh, I. <laughs> I like how we always paint nice pictures of things. Oh, man, we we really are. On the morning show. Uh, There is a a guy, a 44-year-old man from Maryland, facing multiple years in prison after he bombarded his ex with nonstop calls back in December. Derek Bowers called his ex 815 times in just two days. 17 times an hour, or basically once every three and a half minutes, if he didn't sleep at all. Uh, is this maybe why he is an ex? There could be. This kind I of mean, compulsive uh, behavior. This guy could make bank using his phone skills to score Taylor Swift tickets for people. <laughs> like, you don't call him that much. How many times is this guy? Is, I'm going to check his name to see if he hasn't been called her 10 multiple I'll times t- here. If, if he could use this compulsion yeah. for, like, good, yeah. imagine, imagine how many uh, solar panel systems this guy could sell. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Can I interest you in some health insurance? <laughs> Uh, but that's not all. Derek also sent his ex thousands of text and Facebook messages over a few months and used social media posts to call her out and embarrass her. It sounds like Derek could use a job or even a hobby. A life. But that's going to have to wait because he was arrested and charged with cyberstalking, and now he's looking up to five years in prison. Well, now he's really going to be mad at her. Um, if, you know, if she doesn't call back after the three or four hundredth time... She's probably not going to call you back. Yeah, I would think that uh, that's a pretty good indication that she's trying to move on without you. I always wonder uh, like that. And I, I've said this before. When, when you have like a like a, like an old couple, like when you hear like an old guy stab his wife 76 times. Yes. Like was anything going through your head at uh, like thought number or stab number 31? Mm. Um, you know, you're halfway there. I don't think in that situation it's really about the number. I don't think they're counting. You know, I don't think it's like, you know, you stab them once and then there's a, a, like a, a hash mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he's like, you know, stab, hash, stab, 
Five. Okay, yeah. I, don't think I don't think he's doing that. It's not like a whack-a-mole game where you get the number f- uh, flowing right in front of you. Definitely you not. How many times you've done it. Because there's no stuffed animal waiting for you at the end of the game. But it's like, you know, uh, do you, at, at call number, you're at 815 calls. You're at call number, let's say even 200. Is he leaving a message every time? No, he's just calling. So he's not, you know, like, like okay, you get the voicemail and all of a sudden you're leaving messages. Hey, it's me. Can you call back? Hey, just call back. Uh, I just called like three minutes ago. Could you call me back? Well, the voicemail. Hey, it's me. What are you doing? The voicemail would eventually be full. Oh my god! But that's a that's a lot of damn calls, man. That's when you uh, that's when you change your number. He probably could have gotten if he had just randomly called people eight hundred and fifty times. He probably would have gotten a better girlfriend than the one that was ignoring his messages. Can you imagine how many yeah. Rock One Hundred and Two prizes this guy could win? I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> How many times, if he, this guy was calling on an open line Friday, imagine how yeah. familiar he'd be. We'd call him the Rock 102 prize piggy. Oink, <laughs> oink. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, sunny this morning, then rain this afternoon with a high of 50. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 65. 28 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Looking for a low monthly lease on a new ride? Leah has it. How about with maintenance included? Leah has it. A free car wash with every service visit? Leah has it. And top dollar for your trade-in.